Hey everyone, I'm Natalie and I'm here with my co-conspirator, Naomi, (laughs) and we are Harmonious Homes, bringing you a show that discusses current events and topics that are affecting families. So each week we're going to talk about some interesting, crazy and controversial news stories that are making headlines, and we're going to unpack how they influence the everyday life of parents and their kids. So welcome to What's Been Going On. So Nat, what's been going on? Well, obviously, you know what's been going on. I do know. I was asking for the listeners. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But for the listeners that uh, have been wondering why we've been maybe a little bit MIA. Where are these girls? Where have they been? Where are all the episodes? (laughs) Where's my weekly laugh? Yeah, so uh, I actually had a personal matter to attend to, um, and so therefore I took off some couple of weeks. Um, And, you know, Naomi and I talked about whether we should even, you know, address the matter on the podcast yeah um and and you know i thought about it and obviously it's still quite raw but i think that it's actually it's super important a to talk about things but b to share things yeah um in of this nature yeah um and especially given the crazy year that's been 2020 um so yeah so i will share what happened um basically uh so my dad um was uh diagnosed with um, terminal cancer about two years ago and he, he was actually given two, uh, six, six months to live. Yeah. They said, oh, yep, that, that's it. You've pretty much got six months. Um, and he, he lived for two years, which is really, really a blessing because I just had my, um, my youngest. And, um, but yeah, so unfortunately he has passed away. Um, so it would be about two weeks now, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, yeah, he was in the hospital for a couple of, days and then eventually passed so um yeah that was full on um but yeah I really wanted to talk about it because I think that for sure so many parents this year have talked about illness yeah and death and um you know all of those sort of things with their children um probably much more often and also probably much sooner in age than other parents of other you know generations yeah i think you're right yeah. yeah so yeah so i really thought it would be something um great to sort of bring up even though it is quite raw for me and quite personal yeah um in saying that i'm never i've never shied away from spilling the this beans is true anything <laughs> um and this is any you're not, not a shy different. person no so <laughs> well, how are you how are you going first of all yeah, I mean it's it's okay. Like, mm. um, I would say the mornings are probably the toughest, just because okay. I sort of wake up and it's like, oh, that's right, that happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, it's a terrible dream, and then you kind of just think about it. Like, mostly, like, oh, okay, yep. So he's not. I think because of Christmas and like mm. New Year time, like you're kind of like, oh yeah, that's right. He's not going to be there for that. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, yeah, and then you know, I'm a mum, so busy 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 and then you get into the routine and then you're like okay you know on with it kind yeah of thing. yeah um but yeah other than that you know my mom as well so my parents were still pretty much very very much still you know together and in a relationship so that's kind of rough because i can't imagine ever losing my husband no, <laughs> like, no. i couldn't live without him so no. it's that's pretty difficult um just to see her you know so sort of 
lost in moments because it's her partner yeah so for so long yeah um and they are very very much joint they were very much joint at the hip um so a little too much sometimes (laughs) where i was like mom come on you can do your own thing already but you know that was the generation back then as well like you kind of just you're married and that's what you do you're the wife so seeing her um struggle a little bit with that is kind of tough but at the same time, like I said, he's very ill. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, the last two years have been quite tough in terms of seeing him deteriorate so much so quickly kind of thing because he wasn't unwell before that. Um, yeah. And just to see a huge and steep he was quite decline. Young. Yeah, so he was 69. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so the physical decline in his health was horrible to watch. Yeah. And, you know, in that, it's in, in a way we were kind of like, oh, like this death is much better for him in the sense that, you know, he's rest. And no, no more suffering. No yeah. more suffering. And yeah. yeah. And I know, you know, the type of person he was as well was very, very, um, you know, proud and sort of would never let anybody know he wasn't well or even just feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. He'd sort of hide it and stuff. Yeah. So even till the end, you know, the, the nurses would come in and just ask him if he was comfortable and he'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we are like, you're like struggling to breathe like come on now yeah (laughs) so you know but at the same time we are all going to experience death in some shape or form um and this was the first main or major death that i've ever experienced yeah um so i have to speak i have to look at it in the positive and you know everything that um like the way he passed and all of that um it was very much the best way he, he could have gone yeah, yeah um you know i definitely i had plenty of time to talk to him and um it, well, obviously we had the two years together to sort of wrap things up because yeah. we, we all knew this was gonna happen it just right. it just when we didn't know um but then even when he got into the hospital and he still he, he lived for a, a good week and a bit which you know, the doctors didn't expect that. They yeah. Kind of, on the first night, they rang me and they're like, you better come in, you know, this is it. Yeah. And then a week and a half later, his doctor's like, Not I can't on. believe we're still here. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that was good because I definitely got my to say my goodbyes and just final words, which That's is really, really, really nice. important. Yeah. yeah really um, nice. And, yeah, so I, I think I'm lucky in that sense um, to have had that time. Yeah. Um, but I know that a lot of people haven't and, you know, I sort of want to, I'm sure there's listeners out there that have had someone pass this year, especially through COVID. Yeah. Um, when they, you know, they didn't get to see yeah, their loved Maybe one. you're in another state or another country. Can um, you imagine? No, I yeah. cannot. And so that's why I feel extremely lucky yeah. to have had that as well. Um, and just experience him as much as I could before he left yeah it is still a little bit bizarre that he's gone like you're kind of like wait what yeah and I saw my dad pretty much like three four times a week yeah yeah for like my whole life yeah as in my adult life so we're very close yeah so it's still a bit weird to just not ex- not have him around or, like, not just note that, oh, yeah, that's right. He's mm. not going to be there. Yeah. So that's kind of odd. So, Nat, how have your kids been with all of this? What have you – I mean, obviously you've told me, but what – how did you first communicate to them when he was sick? Well, yeah. How was um, that? How, what happened That there? was all – yeah, like, that's what, that's what I meant before. I mean, you know, for, for, for my situation, obviously, Dad got sick before COVID and stuff, but – um, I think 
I had to have that conversation with my kids very early on, yeah. the, the death conversation, the serious illness conversation, early on as in early on in their lives yeah, and also early on in, in our process because, you know, he, he had cancer so we weren't sure when he was going to yeah, die. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so we had that chat um, very early on and, um, you know, with my oldest, obviously the younger one, he was only a baby when my dad was diagnosed. Yeah. It's a bit different. But, um, yeah, with my older child, you know, he knew that his grandfather had cancer and that, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I just kind of went at it like, you're best to know now what's going on. I didn't hide anything. Yeah. So he would have been, um, yeah, about three and a bit. And I sort of said, look, you know, he's not well. He's got cancer and cancer's an illness and this is what happens. And there's actually, unfortunately, it's too far along that he can't receive any, um, you know, medication Treatment. or yeah. anything for it. So, and obviously I use words like medicine and yeah. those sort of things. But, um, and he kind of saw him before cancer. So he was like, why you know, he could tell, like, how come he he's laying down all the time? Yeah. yeah. Or how come he's tired? Or how come he sleeps a lot? Or yeah. why is he in the hospital again? So yeah. I had to explain all those things. And like I said, we saw we saw each other a lot. So, you know, it wasn't something that you could just hide or no, not explain. No yeah. Um, so, you know, he knew about cancer and he knew about illness and so on very early. And then, um, but then when he was about to die, um, yeah, I sort of said to him, look, you know, this is what's happened yeah. and now I'm going to be at the hospital because I spent a few nights at the hospital with my mum yeah. and so that was the other thing the kids were like where's mum yeah, like, where has yeah. she gone um, so yeah so that again just explaining like look he's going to die and I have to be there and blah 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 so what did he say when you said that yeah he was just very like oh I don't want him to die like yeah. you know um, but I think it actually didn't really hit him until I'm going to say maybe three days ago to be honest oh, really? um, yeah because so, you know, he knew we, he's seen us all upset and so on. But then we went to um, pick up my dad's ashes because we oh, okay. cremated him. Yeah. And um, that morning um, he was going to get a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, are you okay? And he's like, no. I said, what's wrong? And he was his eyes were all glassy and, um, yeah, and I sort of said, are you okay? And he's like, no, I, I, I keep thinking about um, – like my grand, like his grandfather, yeah. and like I'm looking for him, mm. and I'm realizing like, um, but I no, he didn't say realizing because he was excited, but it was just <laughs> like, you know, I think I'm thinking that he's not going to come back. Yeah, and I said, yeah, I told you, you know, like yeah, like he's he's dead now. He's, yeah, he's gone. So yeah, and then he's like, but I want him to come back, and and it was his sort of way of saying, yeah, he 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 didn't realize like yeah. It didn't sink in. It wasn't so permanent. Yeah, and I yeah. think that was the day he kind of felt it was permanent. Yeah. And, you know, and then we went and picked up his ashes, same thing. So he was mm. really low, really sort of like, this is crap. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah um, but he's been okay, like just sad. Yeah. And then really, um, he's very sentimental. So really just wanting to hold on to a lot of his things. Like, so, so we got sweet. a box um, of photos oh, okay. um, of my dad, like from, you know, when he was little to, yeah. to now and um we sort of look at him maybe once or once or twice a day even sometimes oh, okay. my dad was like a huge fan of sunglasses so <laughs> we found like six thousand my mom's like goodness so we took them and oh, you know nice. they always knew him for that yeah and, and and his watch and so on so they've got his stuff and i think it's a nice way to keep that around and remind you know reminder of him yeah um 
but yeah at the youngest as well like my youngest is very close to him yeah um because yeah like he so my mum would look after them my mum and dad looked after them um a while lot you were. yeah while yeah. I would work or I, but also I consciously let my youngest stay with them a lot more because I knew that obviously well he's gonna go and yeah, he's not gonna have yeah. had any memory of him so that's I didn't want that so yeah um yeah they spent a lot of time together and his temperament and personality is a lot more like my dad like okay. my my, yeah. my youngest is more like my mum to be honest um, your oldest sorry my, yeah, my <laughs> oldest. <laughs> but my youngest is like my dad yeah so. yeah so yeah their temperament is very similar and you know they have very similar habits and things so um, and he kind of looks well, kind of. He actually he does. looks like my dad. Oh my god! <laughs> the yeah, same head he shape, does. everything. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So he. Yeah, it'll be interesting to know what he says about it a little bit down the track because obviously yeah. he's a little bit too young. But he he has obviously said, "Where is he?" Yeah. You know, and I I, I don't know what to say. I just oh, sort of yeah. say he's gone. Yeah. And he's he's not going to come back. Yeah. Um. Because I don't like the. He's like, like my brother said to me, like we were talking about what we're going to tell our children. Yep. And my brother told me that um, someone he knew, I don't know if it was like a cousin or a friend or someone he knew when he was little mm-hmm. died and um, they, someone in our family had said to him, um, yeah, no, she's gone. She's gone to the farm, <laughs> to a farm. And he was like, oh, okay. And then like was waiting for her to return and like she never returned it was like oh okay so she just left she didn't even say goodbye oh. you know it was like a horrible way to say yeah, something so, or like they've, they've gone to sleep yeah yeah well that's okay, the other well, thing i'm never that's going to sleep, sleep again that's right See I, was like, I was conscious of it yeah. he's sleeping yeah because it's like this guy like when are you gonna wake up and that no but with the kids me, yeah, yeah yeah well they're not going to sleep never close your eyes or at the hospital he's at the hospital yeah. And can we go visit him? No. It's like, well, what, they're going to be He's afraid of the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> no, so no. Right. It was very much like he had to go. He wasn't well. Yeah. He's gone and he won't. Yeah. He can't come back. But yeah. we've got memories. Of and I just, I talked to him like I tried, I talked to my oldest. Yeah. And whatever he computes from that. Yeah. Who knows? And we won't know. Yeah. Um, but there are little things where I can tell he very much misses him. And like when he sees a photo or we have, like my mum was going through her phone the other day yeah looking at recordings yeah even just recent ones yeah and he gets ah, like any points and he's like there he is and like he gets really happy so I can tell he misses him so yeah of yeah. course um at one point I think he said to my mum like can we go to the hospital to see him like because I took the boys when he was uh, in yeah. hospital yeah, yeah to say bye and yeah in some shape or form yeah um but yeah so I haven't really you know held back with any of it no and I think honest. that's best I think that's I, I mean I won't know <laughs> well, probably yeah. be. but I just feel like the respect that I'm giving them mm-hmm. you know I, I all I do is empathize so yeah I would like to know everything and I would if it's I was their a grandfather child, yeah would, yeah it's my oh. relationship yeah with my grandfather and therefore I'd like him to be as honest as possible yeah yeah and that's just how I look at it yeah you know how you said you you explained cancer to them was that the first like did they did they know what cancer was no of that? course not i mean yeah. miles was like wait a minute what and like yeah. he's all about the science of everything <laughs> so he had to know like wait so what happens yeah and so yeah we kind of did try and explain the science of cancer and yeah. blood cells and so on no i wanted to ask you if they if they knew about cancer because i was having a conversation with a couple of the kids i nanny for yeah 
can't remember exactly how it came up, but they were talking about their grandparents. Right. And I kind of said, oh, you guys are so lucky. You've got four grandparents. They're amazing. Oh, wow. Four. I know. I said, oh, my God. The gift. amazing. <laughs> and they said, well, how many do you have? And I said, well, I have four, but only one is alive. The right. other three have died. And I was like, well, how did they die? And I said, cancer. And they didn't know what cancer was. And I was Stop. like, oh, yeah, I guess you wouldn't know. Well, yeah, if you haven't experienced it, yeah. why would you so know? Yeah, so I was like, oh, right, okay. So to go into the whole thing, and they're like, oh, so... So you popped their cherry. I did, I did. And I was like, well, I guess I, we're, we're here now. <laughs> we are here now. Here it is, strapping Cemetery, <laughs> look around. Thr- oh, would you like to listen to Thriller while we're at it? Like, <laughs> You thought Halloween was over? Nope. Here I Let's am, goosebumps and all. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah, so I kind of had to explain to them what cancer is, and then they said, oh, but kids can't get that, right? Oh, dear. And I said, wow. They kind of can. They can. And that is the most horrible, yes. horrible of cancers. Yes. And I said, there was a, there was a child at their daycare that had cancer. Yes. She's She's okay now. But I said, you know, you know so-and-so? She actually had cancer. And they said, oh, she didn't die. I said, no. No, thank the Lord. Yeah, so then they were kind of like, well, how come some people die and how come some don't? And mm. I was like, well, yeah, I don't know. Like, I told them my mum had cancer, like stage right. four terminal. She was supposed to die. She didn't. It's just, yeah, it was kind of hard. I was kind of like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you why and some people die and why some don't. It's just. And that's disease one. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we go through the other options? That's right. That's yes. right. Like, right, so just avoid cancer. I'm like, well, not just cancer. Yeah. Yeah, well, and the pandemic. Yeah. You know, a huge disruption of children. Oh, yeah. Like, their whole, their whole lives. lives. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, we all complain and, you know, it is horrible. I can't and, go out drinking. And, the, and... The, the, you know what made me, uh, I don't know, I mean, we won't know again. This is something that. We, we just won't know until a couple more years. Yeah. But um, this whole, you know, um, disruption of children's schooling and so on, and even just their play, the way they, you know, they couldn't even see their friends at one point, yeah, all that sort of yeah. stuff. You know, a lot of people had said, oh, kids are resilient. Kids will be all right. Kids are kids are kids, right? Yeah. And uh, there's a level of me that completely agrees with that. Yeah. Um, however, the information, though, you know, this whole pandemic. I mean, I guess we could have these... Con- we, we could check with people that have, you know, lived through, I don't know, a plague of sorts or something. <laughs> or war, Anyone out there? Or war. Yeah. Um, you know, and they would give us some feedback about how that would have felt as a child to hear these things and, you know, very serious topics. Yeah. But on top of that, it's not just so much what we told the kids about pandemic and, you know, COVID and the germs and so on, but it's our behaviour as parents and, and adults that would have affected yeah okay because we sat here i mean you sat with your kids that you nannied yeah. i sat with my children in a very calm and controlled and you know um in a, in a way where we could we can filter and we can determine you know the things we want to share the things yeah. we don't or yeah. very carefully articulate all our sort of feelings there. that's right be yeah. very mature and responsible but you know with the pandemic i mean i remember going to the you know supermarket and it was like one, you know, get in, get out, like drama, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and everybody was so tense. I mean, I wasn't very tense, but I could feel how other people were, you know, other people were very yeah. tense, you know, yeah. about all the little things. Like, am I doing the right thing, the right steps? Um, am I touching or not touching certain things and so on? So you, you feel that. You can feel, I felt that as an adult. So yeah, yeah, me to have all that around the children, I mean, I would wonder how this is going to affect them, but ultimately i think that 
you know, the fact that we've all had to have these conversations very quickly and not necessarily with many answers. Yeah. Um, well, you know, with, with my dad, for example, we have we had answers. It was yeah, very vague. Yeah. It was all very, you know, okay, well, this is... This is what's going to happen. going to happen. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm at a point as uh, in my parenting journey <laughs> where I'm kind of accepting that I don't know everything. Yeah. And it's okay. I think that's so important and to be okay yeah, with like, not knowing everything. Yeah. And, and tell your child, like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of with it with you, but it's okay yeah, that I don't know. Absolutely, because I think bringing it back to the pandemic issue, you know, we didn't have all the answers, mm-hmm. and we were doing all the steps to to be good, following healthy the rules. citizens. Yeah, but yeah. following all the rules, um, but we still didn't know. Yeah, you know, we didn't know if wearing a mask was going to protect us, or when it's going to go away, or yeah, yeah, or when is it going away? Yeah. That's the other thing I had heard so many times, Mum. When is the virus going away? <laughs> Can we? Are we done? See ya. So yeah. So when we didn't have the answers, it was, it was a bit like, oh, what do we? You know, and I, and I know parents would have felt incompetent and stressed yeah. and anxious themselves because they also are living it. Yeah, you know, it's they want to know. It's not the boogeyman. <laughs> and oh, right. how do we tell this kid that it's not? You know, it's yeah. not. It was something that, and and no one could see this danger. Yeah. This is something we discussed. You know, like yeah. this evil yeah, yeah, that's yeah. lurking. And we don't know where it is. Yeah. We can't see it, but it's there. And any one of you could have it. And, you know, how do you know if the person standing next to you has it? It's, it's, it was horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. So. You know, actually this week I was at the park with one of my kids and she was playing on the slide and another little boy came up to her and she kind of freaked out and she called over to me. And I said, hey, what's up? She said, I can't play with him. I said, why? Uh-huh. She's like, because he's got the virus. <gasps> How did she? I said, no, he doesn't have the virus. She's like, yeah, he does. I can't play with him. I said, well, if he was sick, he would be at home. He's not sick. It's okay. You can play with him. So why did she think he had the virus? I don't know. I don't know if she's just been told don't 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 play with anyone. You don't know who could have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, no, no, you can. It's okay. If he's at the park, he's not sick. But it was like, oh, how stressful for her. Don't approach me, anyone. Don't play. I was like, oh, you poor thing. Yeah, and the don't play is hard because children play. I know, I know. I can't imagine (laughs) go to a park with all these kids but don't interact with them. That's so hard. But that's what I was saying to you about, you know, being in your 20s. Like, (laughs) being in your 20s is about getting messy and, you know, (laughs) in all shapes and (laughs) sizes. And the fact that you haven't been able to get that messy, like... Well, it hasn't been good. It's probably been good for me, but... (laughs) That's a different episode. But We've um, done that. We've done that episode. (laughs) Episode six, if you're wondering. <laughs> but yeah, like none of us can get messy. Yeah, yeah. Really. Or haven't been able to. So I think, I don't know, like from the experience about d- dad's death, like I kind of just was like, you know what? It's, I don't know and I don't care. I don't care to know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I noticed that um, I'm also quite <laughs> sort of like short attention span or short, <laughs> or short tolerance i should say yeah um about people's drama oh yeah like yeah i don't know if i'm just tired or emotionally drained yeah or my perspectives has changed i don't know all of the above probably sure yeah but i'm just i don't like care yeah about why susie's not talking to johnny <laughs> like i does it's, it's like a zero care yeah. factor yeah and I'm someone that really sort of loves to dissect people's personalities yeah. and behaviour and it really interests me. But I've just been so like, oh, 
Yeah. Idiots. Anyway. Yeah. Like, I just don't care. Yeah. And, again, I don't know if it's the death of my dad, but I'm going to be like, yeah, life's sort of too short. Like, yeah. And there's just so many Puts other in things. Perspective. That, Is this really an issue that like, we need to be? Yeah. And it's yeah. not, yeah, it's just, it's just doesn't really, I just feel like this year has been just so full of caring about every tiny little movement. I mean, you, we've said it before, you can't even go to Kmart. Yeah. And, like, enter in the way you want to enter. Like, <laughs> yeah, it right. really bugs me because my local Kmart, where I park my car, <laughs> it doesn't allow me to go straight from that escalator. I have okay, to go yeah. all the way around this annoying thoroughfare yeah. that is always jam-packed with people. Yeah. And, of course, my two-year-old does not want to go into the pram because he well and truly walks. Yeah, yeah. And, therefore, I have to, like, you know, manoeuvre him around people with yeah. trolleys. And anyway, it's a nightmare. Any, it might sound petty to you. Other mums, I'm sure, can <laughs> empathise. But, yeah, and then when we get there, it's like, oh, yeah, you can't go in that way. You've got to go in the yeah. other way, you know. And so, some of them you have to, you walk in on the right side. And I'm like, we're not in America. Well, I couldn't... Why are we on the right side? It just yeah. feels weird. I couldn't exit H&M the other way. Like, <laughs> the way, like, there was a, this day we went and, and I couldn't exit. And I was like, why? And the lady's like, you've got to do it this way. Yeah. Really? Like, what are the clothing may have COVID? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, all it. those tiny little things, it's like, mm. it's enough already. Like, I really cannot be bothered. Yeah. And I guess maybe, yeah, it's the end of the year. Yeah. Dad's death, COVID, yeah. Yeah. like, we're done. Yeah. I get it. So, but yeah, I mean, I think that obviously all that stuff the kids are watching, the kids are always watching, the yeah. kids are always observing. The kids are always taking everything in. So, you know, I think if anything, we've got to be conscious of worrying about all those little things too much. And because they're always watching, you know, I, this year is, I mean, it has been a horrible year. I'm not going to say it's amazing. We've hated it. No, but, but with anything difficult and anything hard and, you know, full of challenges and obstacles, I truly do believe that you do come out better on the other end if you choose to. Yeah. And I'm choosing to. And I'm hoping that other parents are too because the level of control that we've had to adhere to in terms of, you know, well, first of all, put on us by, yeah. you know, the government and so on, and then us having to do it on to kids. Yeah. I mean, the biggest conversation piece was how are we supposed to stop the germs from kids because kids touch each other yeah. and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, all that experience, that realising that no matter how much you want them to wear the mask and no matter how much any hand-washing and antibacterials and so on, there's some level that you cannot control. Yeah. Um, and then for me, at the end of this year, my dad died. No matter how much I wanted that not to happen, yeah. it did. And there's nothing I could have done about it, nothing anyone could have done about yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. in that level, when you accept that, it, it's, it's kind of like a relief yeah you know everybody at the hospital are you guys okay you're gonna be okay you know okay and that's you know obviously their job yeah but, you know we we were okay like it yeah. was sad but we were okay because we knew we we, we kind of just resigned ourselves to the cycle yeah. that was his life and, yeah and the stage that he was at so I'm kind of trying to take that on board with my children now. And, mm. you know, if one of them doesn't want to go into the bath or the shower at the time that I want him to, I just go, okay. Yeah. Like, what do I care really that much? Yeah. From yeah. From, from 6 to 6.30. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to leave him 
and it's going to be 10 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> but if I'm like, come on, let's have a show, he's like, oh, not now, I just want to watch one more episode on 2-2 or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. I normally would have been like, no, I said now. <laughs> and now I'm not. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay, you just want to watch one more episode. Can you go after that? Yeah. Okay. Mm. And then it's like a deal? Yeah, you've compromised. Oh, uh, yeah. And again, you know, coming back from what we've talked about before with, you know, parenting from fear and so on. Yeah. It's like very, it was almost like a, an epiphany I had with dad's death. It's like, this is one of the worst things that could have happened in yeah. your life. Yeah. Span. Yeah. One of your parents dying. Yeah. Because I said it to my auntie, I think, I was like, it feels a little bit like I'm orphaned. And it's so crazy because I'm not a child (laughs) and I've had my whole life with my dad and he's been extremely, you know, amazing and, like, I feel very lucky, to be honest, because of the stories I've heard about people and their parents and I just know that I have had an amazing experience um, with with a father. So I'm very lucky. Um, But I do also feel slightly orphaned by that Mm. because it's a huge loss. It is a loss. Yeah. Um, We have... We had that connection. Uh, yeah, because you had because that. It's had a it. bigger loss. That's right. And so, yeah, one of the worst things that could happen did happen. Yeah. And I'm okay. Mm. And, you know, I think with that, I can look at, you know, raising the kids, with not having such um, maybe a such a narrow view on, you know, what are some things that can happen. I mean, yeah. I, I have said before, I feel like I was parenting – from fear a lot this year with with my oldest yeah and you know training myself not to do that and i am actively doing that but i wouldn't say that it's completely gone i mean there's still some so many moments that yeah come from that place but i definitely feel like now i've just not sweating the small stuff so much i I don't have the energy for it almost so (laughs) it's just a it's been a strange blessing the Mm. way that the death has um affected us so have you ever experience anyone like you know major in your life die or no no not yet I mean my grandparents two of them died before I was born when my parents were young and then one of my grandfathers died when I was a baby his funeral was on my first birthday lucky you lovely I know <laughs> I said to my mum did you have to have it yeah, on that, that day? day you couldn't do it any other day anyway <laughs> um so no so you've just got your grandma yeah and how old is she again? She's 90. 90. Yes. Grandma O'Rourke. Yes. The patriarch. Matriarch. Matriarch. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless there's something you want no, to tell no, me. No, 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 no. I mean, because we can go into that episode. That, that's like an awesome, that's a fun episode. Matriarch. Sorry. If you're listening, Nan, sorry. <laughs> Bless. But yeah, I mean, and ninety. Wow, there's some endings there. Oh, What's yes. going on there? Yeah. Well, she's not sick or anything, right? Oh, uh, always. But always. like, she doesn't no. have eternal. No, no, right. no, 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 no. Wow, she's just yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, I know. Amazing. You should get her for the uh, COVID um, vaccine tester, like the <laughs> yeah, lady in the UK. Right. <laughs> With those genes, unbreakable. Good luck. Unbreakable. Good luck bringing her down. <laughs> Yeah, so she she's crazy. She's ninety, lives by herself. Oh, independent oh, woman. That's right. Refuses to not live by herself, yes. even though she probably shouldn't. Um, has like a lung condition, but smokes a pack of cigarettes a day. <laughs> Complains about not being able to breathe. 
while smoking. Oh, so it's great. And it's hard because what do you tell a woman like that? Like, I know. Stop smoking. It's not good for you. That's what she says. She's like, I'm 90. I'll do what I want. Do what I want. And she also said to me one day, how long do you want me to live? Totally. Like, I'm, yeah. can I not just... What do you need from me? Just let me do yes. what I want. And I get it. But at the same time, I love you. Stop. Can you yeah. not? Because <laughs> there was a period during COVID where she was really sick. She had pneumonia. Lived. Like, who Jeez. is 19 has pneumonia no, during COVID? No. Anyway. And, and the smoker. And the smoker. Like, anyway. So, yeah, she was in the hospital for six weeks. Couldn't smoke for six weeks. And the difference in her was amazing. She As wasn't, a person? Or? No, like, health-wise. Oh. <laughs> she wasn't coughing to death every time oh. she laughed or spoke. Well, not death. Or, well, <laughs> it, it, it was crazy. So when she got out, we were all like, right, no more cigarettes. We told all the workers that come, that's it, no more, no more. The next day. So she smoking. has none, uh, none. <laughs> nurses coming in. Yeah, she, yeah three right. days a week she has people coming in But they in cannot clean. stop her. No. Right. They buy her cigarettes. So they have to do what she says. Yes, of So course. back to it. Getting older, it's horrible. Oh, it's she can't horrible see. She can't that... hear. Three times last week she rang me because she dropped her hearing aid <laughs> and then couldn't see it to pick it back up. So I had to go <laughs> and get oh, it off bless. the table in front of her. It was like right in front of her. <laughs> Speaking of funny, you know, sick slash old people. Yeah. My dad, like, he was he was a very funny guy. Yeah. Very funny. And he, like, till the end was cracking jokes. And, like, because yeah. he was 69. <laughs> so one of the nurses came in and, like, oh, they always came in and said, okay, what's your name? What's your date of birth? Or right. what's your age? Just to see where he's at. Correct, mm-hmm. yeah. And so they would be like, oh, what's your age? He's like, 69, the best number. <laughs> <laughs> so he had us laughing till the end, which it. was really nice. And, yeah, there was a few little things there that he did that we were like, oh, my God, that's so dad. <laughs> that's so, hilarious. Yeah, it was kind of cool. So, Well, Nat, thank you so much for sharing. Well, I, I know just, it wouldn't have been easy. No, and, and I also felt like people would have been like, where have they been? Yeah, like, what's we going did have on? to explain. It's just a bit random. <laughs> yeah. But, no fan of that. Yeah. No, but I think it's, yeah, everything you've said. I mean, I don't, I've said it to you before. I don't know anyone stronger than you. Oh, seriously. No, I think that um, I want, like what my dad, um, how he sort of lived and also more so how he sort of um, raised me was to be quite, just always look at things in the positive. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't ever really like, Natalie, look at things in the positive. It was more <laughs> just like, whenever I had an issue or um, whenever I sort of was struggling with anything, he sort of always was quite, um, he, would, he would just listen and he really never imposed his view on things on me at all, really, or ever told me what I should do or how I should tackle it or anything like that. He sort of just let me be me yeah and then sort of turn around like you know have me sort of work through the issue by just communicating and then turn around and just be like well, there you go you got it you know yeah, the answer yeah and it was just that simple way of communicating that made me feel like it doesn't matter how hard it's going to be you kind of it, it's going to be okay like you're going to come out the other end and yeah you, you'll find the answer somehow um so in that, that's kind of like the strength that I feel like I've been able to get through Dad's way of communicating. And yeah, I'm just very, I'm very lucky. I feel very lucky to have had that. Um, 
it will be tough, like, to yeah. see how future things come up, like, yeah. future struggles of, like, who am I going to talk to? With, yeah. Um, but I think I will be okay. Yeah. Yeah. You will. So that's what's been going on this week. Join us next week for a new episode with lots of laughs and more interesting stories. <laughs> We'd also love to know what's been going on with you. So if you've got any stories you'd like us to unpack and talk about, send us a message via our website, Instagram or Facebook page. We're Natalie and Naomi from Harmonious Homes, bringing harmony back to busy families. See you next week. Bye.